The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. not too late for Donald Trump to buy an XFL team. Welcome to a thank-fucking-God edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host, Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Philly. Number one in your hearts, number one in the standings. Let's fucking go, baby. With us, as always, Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, how'd you enjoy saving democracy over these past few months? I know you've been making calls like a motherfucker. It's been great. Uh, Obviously, Kansas City, fuck you. You didn't come through as we knew you wouldn't. Both in Kansas and Missouri, both of you can go fuck yourselves. But I said that on the last pod. You know, the Chiefs actually made Arrowhead Stadium a polling place. And the Chiefs themselves showed up to be poll workers. So it's not about the Chiefs. It's about Joe Biden. Uh, and, And lastly... As always, we have Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, D.C. is probably the bluest place in the in the fucking country. I mean, are you guys – is a team name the D.C. Demtards or some variant? Uh, we're working out some uh, lib-leaning names. Also came up with a com- uh, uh, concept, uh, a, a contest slash competition to see which white people get to stay in the city. How does this work? Well, I'm thinking it'll be like a, a citywide talent show. See, I think I think that's actually very diplomatic of you to make it a talent show because you could have gone the other way and done like a Survivor Series, you know, or you know, like a Hunger Games. Even. Yeah, no, I mean, I, we just don't have that kind of space. I don't want any black people to get shot on accident because we're running through Rock Creek Park and these white folks got crossbows. So I'll just remove the violent element because it's just too small of a city. We'll see who can dance for real. We'll go that way. It'll be the gong show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, guys, we have been glued to our, you know, refreshing maps, watching news channels, all of these things. Got to be honest with our audience. Probably Football has not been the focus this week. We have been... Uh, seeing what's going on with how this election was going to play out. Now it looks, we're, we're recording this on uh, Friday uh, morning, so it looks like this thing is going to go Biden's way. But um, we're going to talk about this for a little while here in the beginning. We're going to preview week nine, uh, but the show is going to see a little bit of a different format. We just haven't talked to each other through all this, so we can't help it. We have to talk about this. Football might come up. We're not going to do what we hated this week because I didn't hate shit. But yeah, no, right I, now, I hated some stuff. I think I might have. <laughs> Jamel, why don't you tee us off then, man? What what the fuck did you hate? I mean, cable news coverage, it's so irresponsible. The first hour of Tuesday, all they had to tell us was like 8% of Indiana's absentee ballots. So the whole first hour of MSNBC, they're reporting as if Donald Trump has this like, sizable actual like tangible lead and all they had on the map was one red indiana it's so fucking stupid see you know i actually have to push back on this because i love the way it shook out honestly like i was i was on the mat we were on the mat on Tuesday. It felt bad. Up to Tuesday night, before even going to sleep, it was like, well, we got to reconcile with the fact that Trump is going to be president for another four years, and we got a Republican Congress. Everything we knew about goodness and decency and the rule of law and all that crap that we were hearing about since we were kids, 
out the window. It's a free for all. That's the thing with Trump too, is he makes you go to the darkest place. He forces you to be your worst self. There were points on Tuesday night where I was thinking about like, all right, I'm just going to hoard money as much money as I can get it all together in the next year and then just run over. I don't give a shit. If I have to run over protesters, I'm on my way to Canada <laughs> with, with a satchel of cash. That's like where I was going in my head. I was just like, it's over. It's everybody, no. every man and woman for themselves. Now we're coming together. And that's the thing. It was like on Tuesday, it was the worst. And that's the way the networks wanted it. They wanted us to stay tuned for election week and watch the, us just coming back, chipping away with those mail-ins. And it felt to me, and I told you guys this through text, Joe Biden played this bitch like playoff Patrick Mahomes. Just every time letting you, spotting you 17 points or more, 24 points. <laughs> As much as you wanted to go up, he knew he was coming back. It didn't matter how long it took. We got four quarters. He's going to use all fucking four quarters. And that's what Joe did. He used all fucking four quarters to win this thing and win it big, by the way. I agree with Danny and, and the Mahomes comparison. I mean, there were, and this is just leading up uh, through the entire process, too, not just the, the election itself. But there were so many opportunities to turn the ball over to make mistakes, to beat yourself, to have false starts, illegal formations. We knew this guy's not a perfect, this is, there's, there's no perfect candidate. I mean, at the end of the day, these are politicians. They'll say anything to win. Yeah. We get it. We, but we're dealing with, on one side, uh, uh, an opponent with which we've never, we've, we don't understand this sort of opponent because they don't play by the same rules that we've all agreed to. And Joe didn't make those mistakes. It really... He didn't shoot himself in the foot. And I feel like that is ultimately why we're sitting where we're at today. There was no egregious errors. There was no one soundbite that they could have pulled and played a million times over. I mean, even the nickname that he got, Sleepy Joe. I mean, it has nothing even on crooked Hillary. Hillary Clinton was hated and everybody, you have all this stuff in the background. This guy's just sleepy? That's all you got? It was a weak attack from day one from the other side and like they never really found how they wanted to attack the Biden administration because they just kind of Joe was too they, close to them he also has skin hair how do you attack what is already inside of you it's true uh, Jamal, you, can you, we, can't, you can't yell at an old man an old white man you can't it just nobody feels good about it or if you feel or if you feel like you would feel good about it you can't do it because it's socially unacceptable. You'll get you'll get shit for yelling at an old white man. Well, what I was going to say, Jamel, skin hair. Do you care to uh, what, elaborate on well, that? Well, it's the type of hair that old white guys have. And typically these old white guys end up being politicians. It's just that like thin, wispy, white hair. And it looks as if the hair... I know hair grows out of skin, but it looks like the hair is skin. I know what you're saying. It's the optical illusion of the thinning hair yeah, and is the coming, visible scalp. Yeah, it's like um, it's like uh, what's this? You ever seen the Mario Brothers live action movie? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, it's like Dennis Hopper. Has and it has Koopa. He has that Koopa. You know. So when Danny was saying before too to watch kind of the comeback or the early leads, and it was something that uh. It, it it drives you crazy while you're watching. And it's one of those things where you, it does make it more exciting, but you wish that journalists would figure out like a better vocabulary for how to deal with this. Because it's not like there's actual vote counting being changed. There's no more votes being cast. You're like, seeing it on the fucking screen. There's a little fucking picture in picture the entire time of different cities currently real time counting the shit. But they're treating it like it's a sporting event. Like there's actual momentum shifts and lead changes. Really, if Trump was ahead or if Biden didn't catch up, he just always was the winner or somebody's always the loser. It's like it's not a baseball game. The, the time that the ballot is counted doesn't give it a different value. And I know we are anxious to get results and you have 50, 60, 70 percent coming in and you're starting to look for trends. But like 
It just is what it is. It's not. It's a sport, dude. You guys bet on it. You guys literally placed mm-hmm. a bet and won money on it. We did. That's a fucking sport, baby boy. That's Trump's America, man. We're sick. We're, we're all our worst selves. We're depraved. Of course, there are high stakes in this whole thing. Of course, human beings en masse are going to die and be hurt and you know suffer needlessly if Trump is reelected. We knew that. But then, you know, you can't just kind of sit at fucking 10 every single day of your life. No one can handle that emotionally. Like the nerves weren't even on for me the entire week. I wasn't sitting on the edge of my seat. I was slowly like developing stress headaches, but I was also like thinking about other stuff. I took my cat to the vet. I got, you know, I, I did some bullshit work for our show, like other stuff. I even had the Niners Packers game, not on the main TV, but on the laptop. while people's lives hung in the balance but that's just kind of how it is you're a human being you gotta you have to ramp down at some points in the day so i know it's evil but you know we we made a hundred bucks i feel good about that and and these people are going to be saved have you seen kind of the reactions on the right and what stood out to you because i'm seeing a lot of people who are buying into this kind of fraud stuff and you know this thing's rigged like they're really just clinging on like it's kind of like the 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 musicians on the Titanic playing the violin where it's like you could just get on a lifeboat. You guys work for the ship. There's probably a boat for you to just get off and be, save yourselves, but they're going to go down. They they don't recognize that this this is the exact time to jump off this fucking train right now. They've had they should have done it for over the course of the past 4 years, but they're still clinging. Let them drown. I don't care. I don't care about them anymore. Half the Republican Party, and I was watching Fox News uh, a couple of times for long stretches during this whole thing. Half of Fox News, or half of Republicans, and most of the people on Fox News, the news side, were being completely level-headed about this. We're like, look, it's fucked. I, maybe this, some stuff happened in Pennsylvania, but like, what are we going to do about it? We we lost most most of America doesn't want Trump to be president. We get it. We got a couple of assholes still in the Senate, and we're probably not going to let you do anything for four years. We'll survive. And then there are the other half of the Republicans who have fully bought into Trump and Trumpism, and there's just not enough of them. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to walk around with their guns at some point. At some point, just walking around with your fucking gun is going to start to get old and boring and not scary to people. Like, I know that the next step is actually shooting someone, but that's a big step. That's a huge one. Some guys have taken it, but most I've... of these guys, they're they are diabetic. They're lazy. They can't <laughs> keep this up for days. And I know that because when Hillary lost and we thought the world was going to end and I was ready to go throw a Molotov cocktail at Trump's house, I just was like, fuck it. I, you know what? I'm, we're just going to have to have a terrible four years and see what we can do later on. And that's what most people are just going to generally end up doing. It's interesting. I want to know how how they're going to express their frustration. Cause yes, we've seen some of them gathering outside some of these polling centers. Um, But you know, how is it going to keep expressing itself? Cause we're just going to stay in home and be at home and be fine. Obviously we know this pandemic is only getting worse right now. It seems like it's going to take a turn for the negative before it starts to get better. But okay, so they're going to go out and demonstrate. So, what's the message, and how do you get it across? Like, you, what are you going to clash with police? That's like your whole. That's your friends. What are you going to loot? You can't do that. You've said that that's the worst thing you ever saw. You can't break shattered glass buildings. Dog, yeah, you, you have can. no options. Yeah, you, You're just going to be standing around. These people don't have any moral like foundation to stand on. That you act like these people have are of sound mind. These are the same people who just like will say any fucking thing. These are the same people when they tried to nominate Merrick Garland were like, hey guys, you gotta wait for the election. This isn't right. And then they did this exact opposite shit. As soon as they could. If you think that the the reason why Democrats are evil is because they're out there killing babies or whatever the fuck, or, you know, letting a pedophile ring secretly run rampant in every other house, but yours, uh, then you've got your Supreme court. You don't need Donald Trump, the biggest piece of shit who's ever existed. The, 
biggest piss baby. After that speech last night, he looked like such a pussy. It was so obvious to us this whole time, but just the exclamation point he put at the end of the why in pussy, doing that fucking speech, bitching about anything, whatever the fuck he was talking about, it started to just become mush. I can't even, like, maybe... Maybe a few people are going to go like these QAnon people, and that's not a few, but it's like percentage wise in the country, it's a small amount of people are going to go and research every single one of the 90 different dumbass things that he said and try to find like a majority of them that make sense. But most people are too lazy for that. All of the, even the people who love Trump that I know in these Midwest cities, like they're fucking, they're too lazy to understand what Trump is saying, they just are going to do what we did, which is feel bad. And that's <laughs> that's the only thing you can do unless you want to start a war with who? Who even who it's not this it's not the fucking 1850s. We're not all going to get on a battlefield and stand like 50 paces from each other and fire. It's there's no way to do a war anymore because everybody lives everywhere. You don't know who's what and there are too many fucking people. Yeah, and most of these yeah. most of these fools are morally bankrupt pussies. Legit pussies who would never fight anyone, who've never bust a grape in a fruit fight. Who if actually someone got in their face would cry and call the police as soon as they they're, fucking could. They're all people who are trying to make money off of the hope that other people will do the dirty work yeah, for Yeah, they've convinced some people with mental disorders who are also scared and will fight and will pick up a gun. They got them backing them up. They got the maniacs backing them up. It's like, uh, you know, real uh, super villainy energy. See, Jamel was saying earlier too. We were talking about how Trump is a is a strange bird because he's a bully and a pussy. But I think all bullies are eventually revealed to be pussies once you kind of poke them, right? You Have you never seen a movie before? I mean, this guy is such a classic villain character who gets it in the end. Like, how do you not see all of the beats, every act? It's like, <laughs> it's, this is fucking save the cat to the page. It's every single thing they tell you to do in screenwriting courses. This is how you make a convincing villain. This is what has to happen to the villain in every act. And at the end, he has to go down and he has to get exposed for the little bitch that he is. You know what? Now that we've reached this point where it really feels like uh, <clears throat> Biden is going to win this thing, I know it hasn't officially been called, but it does feel like that. I'm starting to enjoy the slow burn because we were saying before the first couple of days were excruciating. Now that <laughs> I feel like we know the way this thing's going to go, I want to live in this feeling. This is great. This is what we've been waiting for for years. So, and you know what, too, which is really frustrating because. I, you know, I have Trump people in my life. I keep them around. I keep them close at arm's length. I want to know where they're coming from. Yeah, you're from Virginia. Kind of what? Oh, my, I'm, look, it's my hometown. Just, this is my friends and family. It's just funny that you rep Philly and you're from River. Like you're from a place that voted for Trump, but yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But you know what? We won this election because there were more people in these rural towns who started coming in with the mail ballots and making the margins a little better than with Hillary. So the fact that a Riverside, such a cesspool of bullshit, like just a crap burg that nobody should ever live in, that there could be (laughs) the occasional Dan Hartigan there who sympathizes with, you know, the blue side and comes on board and understands that they're. What I, what I was trying to say was I thought eventually there might be somebody comes around where there's some sort of acknowledgement where they're like, you know what? I was under some insane spell for the last four years. My bad. And you know what? We all have to all be okay with. That's never going to happen. Nobody's ever going to relent or back down no. or say, you know what? My bad. Like that's just not in the cards. They're just going to move on and piss and moan about the next thing. It's just, who they are. I mean, I have friends from California who are starting a, a ballot to uh, recount California because they think they won California and that this state itself has been rigged that we're in right now, which is just sheer The insanity. last election proved it's not rigged. Hillary tried yeah. to rig that bitch so many times she tried to rig it. You can't rig in America. There are too many different people in all these different places 
doing whatever they want. That's the beauty of America. And you know how I know that starting a petition or going and demonstrating somewhere or, you know, going into the courts, uh, why that's not going to work? Because it didn't for us for the last four years. None of that stuff made any fucking difference. Trump did whatever he wanted. Everybody let him do it. And it's what America was for the last four years. And then when they got the next opportunity to be like, did we like that? Did we like how that went? Most people said, no, that fucking sucked. I thought at some point they would go with, you know what, or they'd at least acknowledge, you know what, we bet on this crazy horse. Sometimes it runs a great race and it gets what you want. Most times it goes into the stands and bites a person and shits into the slushy machine. Like that is the horse. I wanted them to just be like, you know, we knew what that horse was and Dan, we rode it because it, it let us win Dan, a few times. Why would you think that anything that makes sense in this, why would you think that was possible? Are you crazy? This is America, baby. We've grown. Our, the whole country has been branded on this like notion that because we live here, we're the best, smartest, strongest people, and so whatever you think has to be correct. And that's what everybody's going down on. And that's why our shit is fucked up now because we've never We've never actually properly acknowledged a loss. Every time America has taken a loss, we have pretended that that didn't happen. And we will eventually great point. pay the price for pretending it didn't happen 20 years from now. When we fucking, when this shit happened in the 80s and we gave uh, the whole Middle East guns. And then them niggas still didn't love us. Why would you? I, you know, it's having Trump, be, backing Trump is like having Devontae Parker on your fantasy team. To your point, Hardigan, <laughs> because mo- some weeks he can be amazing. You can't drop him. But he's going to fuck you. He's going to fuck you every couple of weeks. And you have to hold on. But at the end, if he loses the, the, the playoff match for you and you get busted out because he's got a 1.2, then, you know, you have to take the L. Yeah, I think Jamel really hit it. This is a country that does not accept taking an L and never has and doesn't know how to you guys see that clip? You just a, kind of this is a great clip. say that the shit was rigged or you or you, you were cheated or you actually won but people refused to count it in in the scorebook but it's insane man we really don't know how to deal with with uh not getting our way here that do you guys see this clip this dude on msnbc he had a great one eddie s glaude jr mm. crushed it i did see yeah basically i think i did point, watch yeah that. it was just like the day America publicly acknowledges any failures that we were responsible for as a country is the first day that maybe people who can't see eye to eye with someone who doesn't look like them can maybe be like, oh, maybe maybe they are okay. How do you think this concession is going to go, if there even is one? And then who do you think Biden's running against in 2024? And then we'll get into some game stuff. Uh, I wonder if there it's, it's nah, he'll concede because I don't think the people who support him will pay for the litigation for that long. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they're not rich. Like not everybody, like we, you can't keep donating to Lindsey Graham when you're working at AutoZone. Exactly. So that's, you know what I mean? Like who, and like how many people would, do you think people would, do you think people would, do you think Trump could be like, Keep keep giving me $3 a week and we can fight. Do you think he would do that forever? I mean, I we we're we we're not rich, but you know, we we're doing fine I guess from this job. We're definitely not rich. I want to point that out. Yeah. We make very little money relative to real adults. But I got sick of donating money to the fucking Democrats. Like you can't, I, that's why I started making calls because I was just like, I can't keep giving money to these people. And that's all that they can do now is, is they, they can only keep going with this if they make enough money to do it. And I don't think Trump, I mean, Trump's already like the, the wolves are at the door. Deutsche Bank is coming. They said they want to call in his debts after the election. I think they knew that he was going to lose and they were like, you know what? Fuck this guy. This is the perfect time. And it's he may not Trump may not go to jail because I think 
that would be a civil war if we just kind of really pushed it and and put them away. We might put like some patsy away. They might do a succession thing where they decide Don Jr. has to take the fall for everything. But Deutsche Bank is going to rip his financial dick off. And after that, he's going to have to go do the fucking rodeo circuit just to make money and go to these, you know, divey church functions and do appearances for the little scraps that he can make and it has to hang out and take photos and, and shit with his ugly fans. And it's going to be, the whole thing is going to be the end of the American crime story of OJ. That's that whole thing where it's like him, that shot of him at the party at his mansion where it's just all people he doesn't know. And Kardashian left because it was just too gross. And now he has to hang out with all these Hollywood vampire disgusting asshole weirdos and <laughs> he goes out and stares at his his statue of himself in the backyard and just like just takes it in this is the rest of my life damn I mean if he starts a podcast he should just start a podcast yo he should just get down with info wars and start a podcast that's what if I was him I would exact yeah I would take advantage of you know, these like, you know, rural freaks for as long as I could. Cause he can't get the celebrity apprentice job back. No. No way. That was his best gig. You know, yeah, he's gonna have to go rogue with his own channel or something like that. Twenty twenty four, who's Biden running against? Oh, Biden might not even run, dog. Biden might actually go. It might be Kamala. He might be, it might be Kamala bro. at that point. We don't know. But um I, but, is it Donald Trump? <laughs> Trump runs it back. Yeah. Nah. I I don't think any of the other Trumps could run because Donald would be mad at them for getting attention. Yeah, when he's still alive, it's him or nobody, for sure. Yeah. It is pretty funny that the Republicans just ran out of people to run. He ousted those bits. <laughs> he killed them all. That's where all the, the nicknames and the shit-talking started was during the... Yeah, the RNC. He flamed the next five dudes that they would even think about putting up to the point where they don't even exist anymore. It's like Danny said, we just all have goldfish brains. It doesn't even matter. And in four years, it's so long from now. Whoever the hell's out there, it'll just be like, they'll just latch onto them and link arms. And it's going to be a a slick Trumper, it's going to be an actually smart. Per, like Trumpy person who just puts together the fact that like all you need to do is the bare minimum, and people will believe. Yeah, Ben, Sh- anything. ben Shapiro could come for that. Yeah, I mean you got I mean you got the grifter types, but even in politics, there are a few people that it's pretty. Easy. There's this there's this senator Josh Hawley from uh, Missouri, who's just basically Trump, but like you know cleaned up. He's got a. He didn't. He didn't talk about grabbing pussies on, on you know, yeah. on TV. Like it didn't. There's not a bunch of shit that you can shovel on this guy. I just don't think anybody besides Trump is going to win as many people as Trump did ever again. The question is how many we could lose. Well, it's just he was the only one who was really willing to be like, "Hey, hey, you guys are conservative. No, you're not. You're legit Nazis." And you want it to only be white people here. He was the only one. He went that far. Jamal, how, also, dare, how dare you suggest that that's what was happening? <laughs> that's what they'll well, all say. Also, if you accuse them of it, that's what they say. It's been making me think about what Danny said about the OJ thing. Like, man, like having to hang out with Nazis. Like, I can't imagine like hanging out. Like, Nazis, not fun. The food, probably terrible. Uh, they're super strange already. They got like weird, like frou frou ass codes. It's like, 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 what if you had to hang out with like middle school girls, but they like look like sons of anarchy? Stupid. I did, I, I did fantasize about some of these other Republicans, like McConnell and like John Thune or whoever the fuck who had to cozy up to him, but they're just kind of the normal asshole Republicans that they're just like in private just lacing into Trump, just coming in to into the white house one by one when he tries to ask them for shit and just fucking like stabbing him like Jon Snow. <laughs> it's like, 
just fucking telling him every single thing they wanted to tell him about how dumb he is, how shitty he did all this, how he fucked up a good thing for everyone. I mean, how how royally he blew it when so many Republicans won and he didn't. There's just it's so obvious how many people don't like the guy. And so there's a there's a way that the Republicans can totally cut this dude off and just take every everything about him and use it and just ditch the guy. I think he's going to run in 2024 and hijack the party once again. They're going to do their best the next four years to move away from him. And he's going to come fuck all of that up. Does he come, does he come back with Kanye? No, (laughs) no, I don't think so. Okay. He's got to have a move. Where's Mike? Kanye got what? Six. Oh, I need, Mike Pence is actually leading in the polls of who would replace Trump on the ticket next time. Come on, that guy's just a walking nothing. I guess if you if you needed to go the anti-Trump, the cult of no personality, I guess that's the way. I mean, that's basically what we did. We we're just like, look, get the most whatever. Okay, here's what Hillary is. Let's go as far away from that as we can, bro. And that begs the question of who would come up for us if it, if Biden decided to go four years, which we're all hoping he will. I don't know, because it seems like all the all of all of our aces are a little too young. Should just be Beto, man. Get Beto's stupid ass on a skateboard. You could get those Texas votes you didn't get this time, I guess. I mean, we really we we've dropped the ball on the Latino community. Uh, pretty bad, it looks like. So, yeah. which I don't, maybe we could have done a little more. There. How is it even a droppable ball? Is what I was missing. The man began this whole thing by saying Mexican people are murderers and rapists. Was because the- people can be dumb in any situation. <laughs> so Cuban people were like, "Hey, I ain't Mexican." Yes. Yeah, and the and the socialism thing really fucking works over there. And even yeah, it if it's does. such an obvious ruse, it's just they're just not into it. I was telling the Dan this. This is when I think about it, the only thing that I could relate it to in my life was I didn't have a cell phone for like almost ten years of my adult life. From like from let's say like 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 eighteen to like 26 or some some crazy amount of time i did not have a cell phone and occasionally i would have to use a stranger's phone i think maybe two or three times in that time i legit used a stranger a person i've never met spoken to before's phone to save my life now i have a cell phone and i will never let a stranger use my phone it is confirmed. I had a stranger in front of the clubhouse try to use my phone. And I said, get away from me, brokey. And I didn't even let him in the clubhouse. I closed the door on him. So I, do I get it? Is that good? <laughs> I think I understand the point you're trying See to say. I don't know if it's in... good, but I'm, now that I'm in, I'm like, hey, well, hey, good luck, bro. Speaking of winning... The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals, to team player and coaching props, to betting on the state of the country that you live in and the people you have to spend the rest of your existence being around. Bet on it all and make money. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to bet online today and use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Woo! Whoa, thinking about Hey guys, we were just talking about cutting off an unnecessary appendage on our government. Well, that is a perfect segue into talking about Manscaped. Mm. Listen up, fellas, you two. 
because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see hairs sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean shaven pubes that all three of us have. Now guys, how do you feel about a long nose or ear hair? I think we've had this conversation maybe once or twice before because the copy asked us to. Hey, Dan. But really. Listen, Danny, I don't fucking like it. When I make out with somebody, I like to get real sloppy and strange with my with my appendage placement. Me too, man. You got to get those hairs in there. You got to get... you Your nose hair has to go into the person you're... Yeah. Nuzzling into. For sure. That is just a fact. And Manscaped... It really, really helps with the other side of that. Getting rid of hairs. They're changing the grooming game with this weird whacker. Their nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. That's so many hyphens in that. And it's intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it is waterproof which makes for easy operation and cleaning i got way more bullet points on this for you guys i mean i really want to talk about how they have have this it's the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use i almost said 20 that's crazy it's 90 have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers that might hurt worse than actually nicking your balls it's unacceptable Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you'll get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. And look, fellas, 79% of partners polled sexual partners, which we were just talking about, admitted that long nose hair is actually a major turnoff. That is news to me. It is time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and our hairs in our holes looking nice. And get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com, too. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code armchair. Boy, we've said a lot. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. All right. Let's uh, let's talk football. <laughs> let's move into week nine of the NFL. How is how are we even going to talk about this shit? Dude, these are all in a serious way. These are I think all we're going to probably one sentence games. Yeah, these are all one sentence games uh, this week, guys. I know it's a, we're putting this out late this week. We'll be back early next week to uh, smooth things over and make it normal again. But uh. Hey, Thursday night, I'm just giving us all points for Packers-Niners. We're picking, all going to pick the Packers. I was picking the Packers. Pack, I was yeah, picking the Packers. Sure. I was not going to do it. I was going to pick the Packers. Honestly, an embarrassing effort, I would say, on the part of the 49ers. I know they scored two late touchdowns. Well, they to lost. Little... They, they didn't have Trent Williams, so it was fucked. And then they lost Garopp. Like, they just keep having hurt guys. They're the most injured team in the league by far, and they've had terrible luck with COVID and everything. It's just the Super Bowl hangover we've talked about since you know the season preview. It's all come to fruition. I, that team, I and they've already you. managed four wins. They've done a little bit better than I even thought they would. But this it's is a, it's a good look. Their year has actually been a good look for a team who ha- has you know taken the Super Bowl hangover dick right up their ass. So kudos to Nick Mullins for even just probably the best backup in the league or maybe my favorite. He just always seems to come in and play what feels like really surprisingly well every time without being a good quarterback. Um, Okay, next up we got Giants at team. We just watched this game like two weeks ago where the team went for two to try and win the game. Didn't work out. The team has a chance to uh, get some revenge here. Uh, Jamel, are you looking forward to watching this game, or does nothing matter anymore? No, I'm looking forward to watching it because I'm headed home in a few weeks, and I might fucking walk in a fucking stadium. I don't care. I'll put a scarf over my mask and walk up in that bitch. And if we're in second place, the game matters. I don't care if we suck. My only uh, real downside in this game is not starting Logan Thomas. 
had a chance to start him and I chose not to. He's for sure scoring in this game. Listen, there, I, I, I don't see how we lose. I actually don't see how we lose. I'm picking the team as well, but uh, I definitely can see how it's possible that you lose, but the Giants suck. Yeah, I'll just pick the team also. I feel like I want to go against it just to maybe see if I can pick something up, but this isn't the spot. The, the Giants are, are deeply bad. Uh, Bears at Titans. Um, Titans are on a bit of a skid. Lost to the Bengals last time we saw them out there. Bears, their early season magic seems to be going away as well. So these are two teams that have good records but aren't playing well. Um, I'm picking the Titans in this game. I love riding Nick Foles' little magic carpet ride, but uh, not this week, Nick. Yeah, I'll say Titans also. Uh, I just don't think – I think the Bears – need to have like that all-time Bears defense every single time they want to win with a quarterback like this. They have to do it like that, like Rex Grossman style. But uh, they're just not doing it as much this year. So I don't think – I think the Titans big in a comeback spot. I feel like Steven Guskowski is the only thing that can stop the Titans. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I wonder what it's like, like – so they're just stuck with him? Like, I, like kickers lose their job all the time. Is the NFL to the point where there's just no more kickers left and the Titans are just like, we're stuck with this fucking idiot? I mean, the guy was incredible for a full decade, and he's won them games this year. He's lost them games this year. He's missed out on chances for them to go to overtime this year. He's too involved. I know what you're saying. The kicker shouldn't be this fucking involved yeah. with the outcome perhaps, of these games. Perhaps the issue is the Titans are just the Titans. And they're good, but they're not great. What you saying, Jamel? Mm. There's the Titans. You know what? Uh, damn it. God damn it. I can't. Why? You why? do need to make up some ground. I need to make up some ground. Ah, fuck it. I'll pick the Bears, man. Whoa. Strategy more than anything. Yeah, strategy. This is me just trying Lions to Lions at Vikings. Uh, Vikings shocked the Packers. Dalvin Cook went fucking bananas. And I don't see any reason why he wouldn't go bananas in this game. Lions aren't good. They're not, but I'm picking the Lions just because, uh, given the state of our nation, I'm not picking anything related to the Cousins estate. I also truly don't like Kirk Cousins, and this is the spot where I need to make up some ground. Sometimes Dalvin Cook has like an amazing game, and then just kind of doesn't do it the next week. I want the Lions. Yeah, I want the Lions to be good so bad, and I also think I would make a great companion for the Michigan governor, Gretchen. Uh, what's her last name? Myers. Whitmer. 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 I love that. Gretchen Whitmer, please uh, contact me if you're listening. I'm a big fan and a gentle lover. Surprisingly hot. (laughs) Uh, Panthers at – oh, so you guys are both picking Lions there? For sure. Lions. I'm going Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Panthers at Chiefs. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey might be back for this game. I think they've been waiting just to unleash him upon your team just to be just to be jerks Danny this is their Super Bowl jerks to who <laughs> to me I, I mean to just Danny. to just try to fuck with my head Jerking your luckily this is, I mean it's a good thing this is Biden week because I'm not I'm not scared about anything I truly believe uh in in the greatness of what we have and uh I just you know I mean Christian McCaffrey has existed for three years now for three huge seasons and how many playoff games have the Panthers even been in? I mean, they just kind of don't have it in all the other places. So you can even get burned by Christian McCaffrey all game long and they still somehow lose the game. So I'm just not scared at all. I do like the Panthers emotionally, but I'm with the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, it's Chiefs. Come on, let's not fuck around here. I was looking for the name of the the NBC anchor who I've been falling in love with over the past three nights. I think she's Australian. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll revisit this. <laughs> Texans at Jags. Uh, I think Will Fuller was begging to be traded uh, on Twitter. wasn't traded, so now he's stuck on this team, and so is Deshaun Watson. But I think the Jags are worse. I think they're starting. Um, 
your boy this game. No, they're not. They're starting Jake Luton. Jake what? Luton. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting Luton over my son, Mike Glennon. I am one I of the... Glennon was getting the, the nod. I'm one of the original Mike Glennons of comedy. Shout out to my guy, Chris Milner, the other original Mike Glennon of comedy. I had to... Try- I just... I, we've seen enough of Mike Glennon. I just think we have. When I found out he's, he's, bald. he's younger than me, he was born in 89. Uh, that uh, disgusted me to my core. That's terrifying. I, I almost threw up when I found out. <laughs> like two calendar years younger than me. Uh, I'll go Texans also. Uh, or did anybody pick? Maybe I'm, I'm picking maybe, the Texans. Yeah, so yeah. I'll also pick the Texans because uh, you know, they've the Jags don't have an offense or a defense. At least the Texans have a defense, however, or an offense, however angry they might be at having to be stuck with each other. Yeah, I believe what you were saying about the Jags tanking now, Dan. It took me nine weeks, but I officially believe you. Texans. Yeah, dude. They accidentally won that first game. They fucked up. Also, Savannah Guthrie. That's okay. What I'm about. <laughs> okay. Let's She's the one that really gave it to Trump. In that last debate, or the town hall. She's doing great work over there at NBC. Thanks, Savannah. <laughs> uh, Ravens at Colts. This is a good game. I think this is the best game of the week, other than the next game that we're going to preview. But I like this game a lot. Uh, you know, the Colts are just solid all around. They don't really have any glaring holes. The Ravens aren't as good as they were last year, but... I'm waiting for them to have a statement win. The Ravens don't have a fucking statement win. They have two statement losses that they can't win the big game. I think the Ravens need to make a statement this game and beat an AFC rival. And it's a re- but I'm picking the Colts. I'm taking the Ravens. Whoa. It's a revenge game. It's a citywide. This is this is for all the dudes, all the Hunfest weirdos. This is for when Baltimore was all white people. We're doing it for y'all. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? The Colts did uh, leave in the middle of the night from Baltimore. Yes. I was yes. that this is that game. Yeah. In in 1967 or something? How long ago yeah, was yeah. this? And they're still pissed. They're all still mad about it. They're we don't all... remember what happened. We're, st- we're pissed off at stuff. Or we're not pissed off at stuff from like two weeks ago. We don't remember anything. We're just, I mean, whatever. They, they, there's, no, there's no reason to think that this classic rivalry game <laughs> won't go the most obvious way, which is that the Ravens win because they're better than the Colts and that they, you know, you said they don't have a statement win and that's true. This is that kind of game where a team who gets out of in the divisional round of the playoffs, this is that kind of game that the announcer says, like they've had big wins, you know, they beat the Colts, uh, <laughs> They, the Falcons in Atlanta, like what, you know, they don't have anything. So they kind of, that's their big one. And uh, this will be that. This is that for Lamar. I like the Colts here. I just think it's a good spot for them. They're at home. They're coming off their bye. Los Colts. Seahawks at Bills. Uh, This is the other good game I was kind of alluding to. I'm so afraid. This is probably the most entertaining game. Both quarterbacks are fun to watch, even though Josh Allen has turned from must-see TV into kind of just boring, regular quarterback yeah, he play. He went from Seinfeld to men behaving badly. <laughs> uh, give me Russell Wilson. It's just, he's too good. Why am I so afraid to play John Brown? Like, the, the Seahawks can't stop anybody in the passing game. They haven't stopped anyone. Anyone, but I'm looking at John Brown on my bench like he's gonna put up another fucking donut. There's no way. There's no way he has a good game. It's mathematically impossible. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's the thing. It's so tantalizing with these teams that are so bad against the pass that you just want to take your guy who you've been ha- who's just been hanging out there on your bench, not doing anything, and you just feel like they could do it. I have Marvin Jones against Minnesota's shitty pass defense. Can I pull the trigger on that? Is it I've never watched a Lions game. Is that something smart to do? It feels like no. maybe it is, but yeah. They honestly they think. they throw to Hawkinson more than anybody. 
He's <laughs> he's the dude catching all the fucking balls up there. It's weird. So annoying. Uh, the game go, I, yeah, ago. I'm. I'll say Seattle also, because you know, you you can always overcome a bad defense with a good offense. Yep. Seattle. I just continue. Yeah, I just look at Russell Wilson, and I don't want to pick against that guy. Broncos at Falcons. I don't even want to talk about this game. I'm saying Falcons. I love Julio Jones. Let's move on. Yeah, back to the Falcons. I was picking against them when I never wanted to, and now they win games sometimes. Whatever. Come on. This is in Atlanta. Whatever. Do you want to play a team in Atlanta right now? Yeah, no. That city's on fire. Atlanta's been hot. Atlanta voted. Atlanta has had people in the club with no masks for weeks, <laughs> and they voted for Biden. They're capable of anything. Give me the Broncos, Drew, I thought I'd get a bigger woe for that. Uh, Drew Locke actually played well in the last, in the second half of the Chargers game. Big comeback from Drew Locke. You forget that this team has a lot of good things on it. Like Noah Fant is good, and Jerry Judy's pretty good. Jerry Judy's great. He's got Melvin Gordon and both, and Philip Lindsay back there, who is breaking off huge runs. I don't know. They got they got kind of a defense. If the offense gets it together, you can beat a fucking you can beat a team that's in the mid tier. Yeah, or a team you know? a team that's addicted to losing as well. So yes, Yeah, and, and the Falcons, you know, they they might be feeling themselves for having a couple of good games. They still don't have a defense, so that they don't. Uh okay, afternoon games, Raiders at Chargers. Danny, you love this one. What do you <laughs> Do you like when you see your divisional opponents playing each other? Do you just think it's funny? Do you want this to just be a turnover fest and both teams look like shit? Who doesn't want to watch a game where one of the teams is guaranteed to lose and be lower than you in the standings? Not that you're worried about anybody in the AFC catching you, but... I'm not, but I am annoyed that the Raiders beat us. I think they're they're walking around like hot shit for no reason, and... I think that the Chargers are playing really well for being one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Justin Herbert is cool. I actually don't even care that he's good because our guy is just so astronomically better than anyone. But Herbert's been great, and he really puts him up. And I don't know what is really holding the Chargers back. I guess God. Yeah. But uh, I want the Raiders to lose. So I'll pick the Chargers. Mm. I don't feel great about the pick, but I'm, I'm picking the Chargers as well, Danny. Wow! Oh, damn! Well, I wanted to also pick up a game on you with that. Most so. They gotta win one of these games. It's just like my Falcons logic. They're ahead every week. You can't that blow almost, that's every enough. fucking game. You picking the Chargers is enough to turn the tide for me against the Chargers. So now I'm picking the Raiders. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Put it on the board. I'm picking the Raiders, too. Fuck. Can we get a spirited the Raiders, Jamel? Every week, we need it. The Raiders. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Steelers at Cowboys. A once proud uh, out-of-conference rivalry. next! <laughs> yeah, we can just move on. Steelers. <laughs> Easy game right there. Dolphins at Cardinals. Actually, you know what? This is the game with the most intrigue. You got Tua versus Kyler. Very fun game. I am looking forward to Tua actually doing things. He kind of didn't have to do shit in that last game. Um, and going now with he's going to have to do some shit. Going with the Cardinals, man. He, you know, Kyler's got some stuff to prove, and he's playing well right now. Here's what I'm scared of. Does Miami have a defense? Do they? I mean, that, they kicked the fuck out of the Rams. They really. I mean, some of that is Jared Goff just sucking, but yeah. Agreed. But he doesn't suck that much. I mean, he's, you know, he's in that, in that fat part of the, you know, the, the power rankings, the, the 14, 15, 16. Yeah. I mean, I like, I liked how they looked. I was watching a good amount of that game. And they really were flying around, kicking people's asses, causing turnovers, being crazy. I don't know. I uh, That's what scares me because I'm starting Kyler and Aaron Rodgers, my other quarterback, is on my bench putting up 37 points. So I've just got like this fear that somehow the Cardinals are going to choke and Kyler's going to get his ass kicked. But I'll pick the Cardinals. 
I'm going Dolphins. Yeah, I'm with the cards, baby. I'm going the Dolphins there. I love the way Brian Fl- – I think that team has a plan. They were 3-3. Three and three. They think they can win the East. They think Buffalo is vulnerable. At that bye week, they made the change to Tua. He didn't really play well last week, but they got away with it and got the win. I think they're going to open that up a little bit, and we're going to see the offense be exciting. And you were talking about Devontae Parker earlier. I think this is going to be a good Devontae Parker game. That's crazy. Uh, okay. That guy is way on my bench. I'm not. Tua looks <laughs> awful, but yeah, he looked really bad. But he was playing Aaron Donald, and you know Devonte was going up against uh, Ramsey, so it, that was a tough game for those guys. But um, anyways, Saints at Bucks, the old guy delight for the Sunday night game. Who? Which old guy do you like? I like the older guy. Give me Tom Brady and the Bucks. Oh, uh, didn't did Timmy lost the first one, huh? Yeah, he did. Week one. Tim lost the first one. It's in Tampa. It's going to be a rain game. Huh? Very possibly. This is what's on my mind now. Last week was like a terrible... Is it raining? Is it raining? All I could think about, because I fucking... Nelson Aguilar was on a fucking heater. He had like three or four straight great weeks. And then they go to Cleveland, where it's windy and rainy all game. And now Oakland can't fucking throw the ball to anybody. So now all I can see in my head is rain. It's just, this is the time of year when the Saints completely pant someone good. And then we all think they're good until they choke it in the playoffs. So there's something about that. Sweeping time like. is interesting. I mean, the Bucks got flaws. They could be beat, but then so do the Saints. I don't know. This is a tough one. I'll go Saints and try to pick up a point. Either I, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. I'm gonna make up this ground on you, Hardigan. Yep. Or I'm gonna just be buried in the hole deeper than even Jamel. Yeah. Who are you going with, Jamel? Uh, I think I fucks with the Bucks, and I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel good about it. I mean, I. You know what it is? I don't trust Tom Brady in close games anymore. I. I trust him as a game manager. If the defense is doing their thing, and they you don't think they them scraping lead. by the you don't think them scraping by the Giants was a close game. That does exactly. That's what exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know, but we'll see. This is this is Tom's last chance in my eyes. Um, okay, last game Monday Night Football. The the matchup America deserves a shit fest. Pat's Jets. The Jets are on Monday Night Football. Yeah, good for them. Oh, and the man. Pats might be worse. I it's don't even know how. It's going to be fun. I like this shit fest. Sometimes I like when the, the worst game of the week is in primetime. Jets are going 0-16. Yeah, yeah, they're bad. Yeah, We're all picking Pats here. Gotta say Pats. Man. Man, man, man. You know what you can do between the 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. game? If you're fast about it, Danny. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing the past few weeks between games? Well, I've been betting. I've been betting not just among friends, not among my peers, not even on any other websites that are possibly filled with malware and odd Russian sources. We go to bet online here on this podcast. And the wait is finally over because a triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect. Many teams strutting their shit early. And the NBA Finals are here. And the MLB Playoffs are in full swing. And you might now be at a game this year. But you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. And I'm just now realizing that probably is supposed to say you might not be at a game this year. But fuck it, you might be at a game and you can still still bet bet online. Bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching, props, all that good, hard betting shit. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place. Any place online. I'll stake my mother's life on it. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses and extra pluralized words that are misspelled in the copy bet online your online sports book experts you've got mail um you know let okay let's get into this mailbag i know 
this week we all might not have a letter, but one did come to us. We have a letter that came to the, the I'm going to read this right now. It says, Dear Sorry Dudes, first time writer, long time listener. It's me, Kungle, the Riverside 49er fan. After the loss to the Seahawks and now Packers, I thought it was time for me to face reality. I was wrong about the Super Bowl hangover. It is indeed a real thing. Uh, I wouldn't mind if the 49ers, if every 49ers game moving forward is a one sentence game. Uh, I'm bummed, but thankful we still have football given to the, the circumstances this year. With Thanksgiving coming up, I was curious what each of your favorite holiday foods or dessert dishes are. I'm a honey baked ham and pumpkin pie guy myself. Keep up the great work. Signed, Andrew Kungel. Uh, look, guys, if you send us shit, we'll read it. So thank you, Kungel, for, for sending that. Jamal, what's yeah, your we, favorite? We can't just get mail from huge celebrities and dead people. Sometimes <laughs> real people do write in. Yeah. I, my favorite my favorite holiday food then is um uh why don't i ask yeah no nah, no nah, I, I was gonna tee up some sort of celebrity ghost nah uh what I, i'm a mac and cheese uh sweet potato pie pretty big but i like apple pie too i'm not gonna stunt i'm an apple pie head pie guys i'm a pie guy uh for sure i like the biscuits and the popovers that are just bountiful. They're, just they're everywhere. Yeah, it's just bread with butter on it at every turn. Everywhere you look, you can put gravy in the middle of the biscuit or the popover. There's just everything you can do. If you're a breadhead like myself. Yeah, I do like And, those. you know, that counts as the crust. But, those, shit, man, those biscuits that are everywhere. Those little rolls, it. you put the butter right in the middle, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm willing to break was, yeah. I'm willing to break this story on our show. This is my holiday planned meal that I have already put together. Final, finalized just last week. Ooh. I'm going brown sugar turkey. It's a great recipe. Okay. You cut you you cut the you break down the turkey. Ham vibe. And then you roast and then you roast it hard in the oven with a bunch of brown sugar on it, gets it real crispy and nice. Sausage in the stuffing, ciabatta stuffing. Oh, you're a you're oh a you're God. a nut. If you put sausage, if you put sausage in your stuffing, you for sure you fuck. You have sex. It tastes good, and it really adds something to you know, which we can all admit. Turkey gets a little bland. You knock it up a huge notch with uh, some some you know very salty, delicious sausage now I'm, I'm just i'm i got high off of edibles earlier just because you know celebrating the election and so i'm just sort of trailing off in thought about all these foods uh, <laughs> um okay then, well i won't go through the whole meal then everybody got bored during that yeah yeah sort i like that there's going to be sausage included in the stuffing but uh okay i wanted to talk about fine let's get our final thoughts for the week i wanted to say I want to talk to the Trump voter. I don't know who the fuck here listens to this show that's a Trump voter, but I want to talk to you for a moment. It's like right now you're in the playoff game and it's clear you're going to lose. Okay, so there's about eight minutes left. You're down 31 to six. They already pulled your starting quarterback. And now you're just watching the flailing. You're watching the, you're counting the clock out. The clock is ticking away. Your season is going to be done. And, you know, this roster will never be the same. Your team will never look the same. You know, uh, good on you. You made it this far, but you fucking lost. And you need to do de- – this is something we talked about. It's a theme of the show. You have to learn how to lose with grace and put, put the fucking pieces back together and do what you're going to do the next time around. But for this time, uh, thanks for playing. And don't kill people. <laughs> Just go away. Just leave for a while and let the rest of the teams play. Thank you. Um, I'll just say thank you to Joe Biden. It's got to be tough being the old decade, just crusty decades old senator guy who becomes vice president, who's been a politician forever, who finally they put up in front of the cameras to do this whole fucking 
dance of a campaign. You're up against the worst, most disgusting thing conceivable. And you held it together, didn't get pissed off, like Dan said earlier, didn't drop the ball. And at the end of it, you had to survive a two-day, four-day fucking heart attack that was this entire counting process. You, Your body held up, your brain barely made it, and now you're going to do some stuff. You're not going to do a lot of stuff, but you're going to get us in the Paris Climate Accord. That's great. I'm not going to worry about the vaccine anymore because you're not going to fire Fauci and you're going to get it out to people in some kind of mathematically fair way. And if that's all you do, then we got past the na- the last four years and let's fucking let's do the whole socialism versus uh, capitalism battle in 2024. Great job, Joe. I believe in you. <laughs> you trailed off weird on the you part, but I do believe you. Uh, my final thought is I'd like to thank me, uh, and me alone. I voted and I did this. Come celebrate with me tomorrow or today or Sunday, Saturday. I don't know when you're putting this out, Dan. I'm going to try to get it out and turn around very fast. Uh, people might be listening to this in a few hours, Friday evening. Okay. So if if you hear this and it's Saturday and you live in Los Angeles, Come to the Los Feliz Flea Market. I got a booth, a bunch of big and tall sports gear. I don't have a ton of football stuff, but I do have some good stuff. I got a a Jesse Armstead Giants Super Bowl jersey. The Puma, when they used to be sponsored by Puma, I got a a Dolphins satin, you know, jacket. One of those night, the bomber jackets that the kids wear. I got some football wares. We got a bunch of other fun stuff. Please uh, help me cover these DoorDash costs that I have been accruing. Jamel really playing it with this plus the going to the stadium thing, really playing it fast and loose with the hey, pandemic. Wear, right now. wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. And uh, it's rare. It's rain or shine. Uh, so if it rains, I understand why you wouldn't come outside. Uh, well, we'll be back next week with an all football episode. Sorry, we, we love America. And sorry we uh, rambled on about the state of America this week. I'm sorry we love you, listener. <laughs>